0: Hello, Sawona, How's it? Molo, jumbo, and welcome to Every Nation Devon Podcast. We hope this message will inspire you and draw you closer to Christ. Android. I'd like you just to take a moment and pray before we we get into the Word. Have you got that there? So you can just do that on your own. Read through those words up on the screen. <laughs> And then let's all say it together, Father in heaven, I commit this time to you. I believe your plans for me are good, and everything good starts with your word. Your word brings life, healing, and direction. I treasure your word more than my daily bread. I boldly confess my mind is alert, my heart is receptive. Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. Amen. So. I have three fundamentals for us this this morning on on fasting. And the first one is this, that fasting is a beautiful and holy demonstration of our devotion to God. And that's where we're starting. Fasting is a beautiful and it's a holy demonstration of our devotion to God. The first point I wanna share about fasting is this, is that First and foremost, we need to understand that fasting is not a way to get something from God. Fasting is not a formula for breakthrough. Fasting is not a way to starve yourself and hopefully God will like give you some attention and give you what you need. You already have His attention. His eyes are already on you. Fasting is not a duty. It is not a religious activity. It's not a have to. It's not I should do. It's none of those things. It is a beautiful and holy demonstration of our devotion to God. It's actually a way to, to say, God, I love you that's what fasting is. It's an act of worship. It's an act where we say, God, you are number one in my life. Why? Well, because in fasting, the the essence of fasting is basically turning away from our other lovers and showing him that he's our number one. Kind of like when you you have a date night as a married couple. You know, you're turning away from everything else and you're focusing just on each other. That's what fasting really is. It's it's date time with God, okay, <laughs> if we could say that. It's, it's time to show Him how much He means to us, how much we value Him, how much He's our number one in life. Amen. Give Him our full attention. And let's be honest, food is, is a delight. Amen? Amen? I mean, imagine for a moment if I said to you that after the service, there's a buffet, of everything roast you can imagine, every type of salad you can imagine, all sorts of desserts you could. How excited would you be right now? Some of you are. Some of you are like, no, I'm still full from Christmas. <laughs> But food is a delight. It's a joy. Come on. When, you, when you're eating, I mean, doesn't it just make you happy? Food, it nourishes us, it calms us. I mean, it definitely calms me. How many of you are comfort eaters? I'm a comfort eater. You know, it's like I find when I, I I'm just I'm not there. I need some comfort. I need I just need that that twinkie. You know, I just <laughs> need a little bit of chocolate and then I'm gonna be fine after that. It soothes us, it calms us, it nourishes us. Food is critical to life and when we put food aside or just choice foods or whatever it is and what we're saying is lord this is how much i delight in you you are my refreshment you are my nourishment you are the one who calms me you are more critical to me than my daily bread i get more joy from you than i get from food job said this in 23 12 job 23 12 he said i have not departed from the commands of his lips I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my daily bread. And I think that's the place where we're aiming to get to in fasting, is that by putting our daily bread aside, we're saying, Lord, we treasure you more. It's an act of love, not duty, not obligation, not, you know, it's some religious activity. It's, it's saying, Lord, you're number one to me. I love you with all my heart. I'm treasuring you more than my daily bread. I'm taking something that's so important to me, that's so a part of my life, and I'm pushing it to the side, and I'm saying that you are that. You are more than that to me. Pete Gregg has this wonderful quote in his, in his book, Dirty Glory, um, about prayer beginning and ending in the love of God. <clears throat> and I've kind of I was going to say butchered it, but I've actually adapted it. Let's just rather say that. I've adapted it to fasting. So this is Pete Gregg with a twist, okay? And it says the following. It says, unless our prayer and fasting begins and ends in the knowledge of the Father's love, we will pray and fast out of desperation, determination, and duty instead of revelation, expectation, and joy. As we approach this week, church, I, I don't want you to look at this week as desperation or determination. I've got to get what I've got to get. So, you know, it's like this week or no, no other time. You know, this is not your duty. This is not like, okay, we grew up, we fast every January. This is not duty. This is, this is meant to be a time of revelation. This is meant to be a time of expectation a time of joy, amen, even joy. I mean, Jesus was like, when you fast, don't walk around like you're fasting. You know, anoint your head with oil, put a smile on your dial. You know, like, don't, don't try, why? It's because it's not meant to be something that's terrible to you. It's actually meant to be something that's a joy to you. It's a way you can express your devotion to God. It's a way you can say, God, I love you. And whenever you worship, whenever you give God anything, let me tell you something, God is no taker. There's nothing that you can give God, like, man. As soon as we start giving, it just comes back in some way. You know that's why worship is always we always we giving worship, but actually we're receiving. I don't know about you, but I always get more out of worship than what I give to worship. Maybe if you're not getting anything out of worship, maybe it's because you're not giving anything in worship. As soon as you start actually giving something, you, you just God, just start, you just start receiving from the Lord. It's just how it works. And the way to go into this week with revelation, expectation, and joy is by having the knowledge of the Father's love for you. You have a Father in heaven who loves you, who cares about you. His eyes are on you. He, he looks down at you with joy. He's so expectant for your life. He's, he's got good plans for your life. And it's out of that place, out of that knowledge of His love for me that I then express my love to Him through fasting. And the result is revelation, expectation, and joy. Church, we must know that faith and devotion to God must be expressed, it has to be expressed. You know, we we can't sing, I lift my hands in worship, but never lift our hands in worship. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? We can't sing, you know, or pray, your kingdom come, but never actually, like, witness to somebody or do something to see the kingdom come, but we pray the kingdom come. Faith can't just be this attitude in our hearts. Oh, God knows I love him. God, God knows that I care. You know, he knows my heart. No, you know, faith is, and, and devotion is something that we must express, and fasting is a way to express your love to God. There's this beautiful chapter in, in Luke 7 I want to share with you. Luke 7, verse 44. I'll just read it for you. It says, Then he turned toward the woman and said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I came into your house. You did not give me any water for my feet. But she wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You did not give me a kiss. But this woman, from the time I entered, has not stopped kissing my feet. You did not put oil on my head, but she has poured perfume on my feet. Therefore, I tell you, her many sins have been forgiven, as her great love has shown. But whoever has been forgiven little, loves little. You know, this is is one of the most beautiful passages in the scripture where we see this woman's devotion to Jesus. And she's expressing how much she loves him. She pours this perfume on her feet and, and she ki- she's kissing his feet and cleaning his feet with her hair and, and, and this is just this beautiful moment. Everybody around is like going, Jesus, do you know who this woman is and do you know what she's done with her life? Why are you allowing this? But there's something that Jesus looks into this and God knows his worth, eh? <laughs> he knows his worth. And, the, and as this woman is showing this expression of love, there's this grace of forgiveness pouring out on her. There's this great, there's this, she's honored forever in Scripture because of that moment. And, and, and really, church, I want to say, guys, we, we can't just say we, we love the Lord. We must show, we must express our love for the Lord. There must be some part of our life that, that is a demonstration of our devotion to God. And that's what's so beautiful about fasting is that as we're fasting, we're, we're showing devotion. We're, we're putting, maybe, maybe this is the week we're going to turn off the TV or turn off social media or I don't know what it is. What, all your other joys, your other loves and, and, and put them all aside and say, God, this is, this is how much I love you. And express your love in, in, in fasting. Um, so, so it's not duty. It's not duty. All right it's not obligation fasting fundamental to fasting is that it's a it's a beautiful holy demonstration of our devotion to God number 1 number 2 second one i have for us is fasting is a hard reset of my new nature can you look at somebody this morning and say fasting is a hard reset of your new nature so what do I mean by that okay let me explain that a little bit let me explain a hard reset for all us tech techno and whatever phobics all right after being born again right when we give our lives to Christ the Bible says that we become new creatures Amen? amen if any man is in Christ he is a new creation all things have passed away behold all things have become new you have a new nature you have a new design you have a new start in life you have a new home in the in heaven you have you're born into a new family you're given a new purpose for your life everything becomes new when you give your life to Jesus and you put your life in Christ but all of this newness that we get all right we get a whole lot of newness for all the newness we have we still live in an old body did you notice that your body didn't get transformed when you gave your life to Jesus? It still, it still wants to do what it used to do. You know, it still wants to go in the exact opposite direction to the way which your, your spirit man wants you to go. Your spirit man's like, let's pray. Your flesh is like, tomorrow. Um, you know, there's just, there's this war going on. You know, we're new, but we're in this old body, you know, this old man, the Bible calls it. And And not only are we in this old man, but we're in this world that is completely opposed to the things of God. We're plugged into a world system that is just so anti-God and anti-the ways of God. So we're in these old bodies, and we're plugged into this world system. And and Galatians 5.17 explains this to us. It says, for the flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. Another word for lust there is war. It wars. There's a fight, there's a battle against the Spirit. And the Spirit battles against the flesh. They are contrary to one another. You know what I'm talking about. You know the good you want to do, but you keep finding that you do the bad that you don't want to do. It's it's that war that goes on. In James 4, in verse 4, it says, You adulterers, do you not know that friendship with the world makes you an enemy with God? I say it again, if you want to be a friend with the world, you make yourself an enemy of God. So this world system is really opposed to God. It's really, there's this like war between our spirit man and the flesh. And there's this war between like God and this world system. They're opposed. There's this fight. There's this constant struggle. There's this battle that's going on. And so even though you are new in many ways, we find ourselves becoming friends of the world. Amen? we find ourselves giving into the flesh. And, it, and it's kind of like, okay, for all the techno guys, all right, it's kind of like you get a computer, a new computer, How, isn't it nice getting a new device, new computer, and it's like, you know, and it's all fast, and it can, like, quicker than what your other one did, and, and so you get your new computer, and you start loading your stuff on it, and you plug it into the internet, and, it's, and eventually you're downloading, and you're streaming, and after a while, your computer, picks up some bugs, some viruses, some malware, it's not as fast as it used to be, it's not as responsive as it used to be, I don't even know what I'm talking about, and, and that thing that you were like delighting in, that new th- machine, new device is now becoming a little bit frustrating, a little bit irritating, why is it hanging, why is this thing taking so long to open, it's not like it used to be, etc. And and that's like a really good illustration for what happens to us all right we get this new nature from God but we're in this old body in this old world and we pick up bugs and viruses um, like you know offense or bitterness or laziness or we pick up like some incorrect attitudes about serving, or about people, or about God, or about his kingdom, and we find ourselves aligning with the world, and, we st- and eventually we're not operating with the spiritual sharpness and responsiveness that we should be operating in. Do you know what I'm talking about? Do you feel this in your life? So when that happens, all right, what we sometimes need is what we call a hard reset. This is, this is the definition of a hard reset. A hard reset, also known as a factory reset, or a master reset, I like that, the master reset, is the restoration of a device to the state it was in when it left the factory. All settings, applications, and data added by the user are removed. <laughs> Isn't that cool? So you can kind of see the, the illustration there. That's what fasting is. It's a hard reset of your new nature. It's cleaning out all the things that have slowed us down. It's it's basically removing everything that we've added or the world has added that should not be there. And we get back to factory settings. What are factory settings for us? Well, that's our new nature design. Can I show you your new nature? According to scripture, this is what your new nature looks like. Your new nature is one where you are spirit-led and hearing God. Where you are obeying God. Not just hearing God, but obeying Him. Obeying His Word. Delighting in His Word. Loving the kingdom and living for the kingdom first. Loving and serving people. Walking in faith and kingdom authority that you were designed for. That is, that's your new nature. That's your true nature. And that's how we start off when we get born again. We're enthusiastic about the word. We're enthusiastic about prayer and church and the kingdom and the lust and missions and all of that stuff. But, but then, then we go through life and stuff happens and people hurt us and we lose things and there's disappointments and all we, we're kind of feeding more of the world than we are of God. And, and eventually the switch starts to happen where we're more driven by the world and fear or insecurities or whatever, and not by faith in God. And fasting is a wonderful opportunity for us to push the reset button. It's to come back to this nature. It's to come back to who God designed us to be. Because as we fast, as we deny the flesh, as we separate ourselves unto the Lord in prayer and fasting, what happens is that new nature within us gains. Gets gets like a you know, it's like a detox and and suddenly it gets empowered and it starts to rise up again Above our flesh man again, and we can start to hear God again And I think this is one of the most exciting things I'm looking forward to in this phase is that just that being in that place where you are just hearing God again and and you're living in tune with his spirit so it's an opportunity and you know when you function like that when you function in your new nature you're in joy. You're in peace. You're in hope. You're in faith. That is how you are designed to live. There's ac- actually nothing more peaceful and more joyous than being like Christ or, being, or living in the new nature that He designed you to be in. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. When you, when you, when you obey God, that joy that comes. That sense of satisfaction, of, of, of advancing his kingdom, of sharing the gospel with someone. of You know, there's, there's such a joy that comes from living like this. And the world is, is deceptive. And it tries to tell you that that the, up there is, is not really you. And that's not really where joy is found. Joy and pleasure is found in something else temporal in this world that's what the the world is constantly selling us temporal things and and we have joy for a moment but then it's gone and it's we're on this elusive chasing after something in this world always hungry never satisfied but jesus said whoever comes to me and eats of this bread will never be hungry again whoever drinks of the water that i give will never thirst again you know when we turn our attention to the the water and the food that god gives we find tremendous satisfaction coming to our lives You know, when I first fasted, I thought, this is going to be terrible. You know, this is going to be so horrible. I'm not going to be able to eat. I'm going to be grouchy. I'm going to be grumpy. I actually found the, the exact opposite to be true. I found this new life, this new energy, this new joy of just hearing God and walking in what I know God has called me to walk in. Andrew Murray explains it this way. He says, prayer is reaching out after the unseen. Fasting is letting go of all that is seen and temporal. Isn't that beautiful? And I would add to that. It's letting go of all that's seen, sinful, temporal, anything that is a lie that's a false thing in our lives. It's letting go of that. And so as you approach this week, I want to ask you, what are the things that are warring against your new nature? What are those things in your life that, that you feel like you, you're cha- through them you're looking for satisfaction? You're looking for some sort of pleasure. You're looking for some sort of joy through these things, but they're somehow never there, and they're always elusive. What are those things? Identify those things, and this week, cut them out. And turn your attention to the Word. Turn your attention to the way God has designed you, your new, your new image in Him. And, and allow your gaze to fall there this week. And I, I promise you're going to find pleasure like you've never felt before. You know, as you fast this week, if you cut those things out of your life, you can literally be delivered from the lust of the, f- of the flesh. You can be delivered this week from friendship with the world. The things that are stealing Your joy in Christ, the things that are are holding you back from your purpose and your destiny can be broken off your life this week, and you can walk as a whole new man or woman at the end of this week into the promises and the purpose that God has for your life. This week could be a deliverance week. It could be a setting-free week. Because according to Scripture, the things of this world are like weeds. They kind of choke the life out of us. In Mark 4, it talks about you know, the, the seed being God's Word, and, and the seed lands sometimes amongst thorns. And we hear the Word, but the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, the desires for other things, enter in and they choke the Word, and the Word becomes unfruitful. And and there's a picture I have there of a a weed that's grown around a a plant, and it's literally choking the life out of that plant. And and sometimes this is is a picture of us. You know, as we live in these old bodies and we live in this world system, we find that that the life of God, the promises of God, the, the revelation of God's Word is choked out of us. It's strangled out of us, and it's unfruitful, and it's unproductive, and it's frustrating, but it's all just because there's some weeds there. And when, when you, how many of you know, when, you, when you're working in the garden, you, the way to get rid of that weed is, is not to just untangle the plant. You actually go for the root And you pluck out all the roots to that weed. And, and then the rest will all just fall off. And this is what we can do in fasting, is we literally, we can pluck out those things in our lives that have just been crowding and distracting us and causing us to run after false things. And as we uproot them this week, and focus on the Lord man you're gonna feel new fruitfulness come to your life you're gonna feel a new productivity I'm prophesying over some of you some of you are gonna be delivered this week you're gonna be literally set free into the promise and purpose of God for your life there's gonna be new life that breaks forth over you there's a whole lot of new over this year 2020 there's a whole lot of new there are new things happening There are new things that God has for us. His mercies are new every day. His plans for us are good. And we need to step into all that He has for us. There's going to be a breaking and a setting free. There are going to be some old habits that are going to fall off you. Things that you've struggled with for ages, ages, they're going to come off you in Jesus' name. You're going to sense God like you haven't sensed Him before. You're going to hear Him like you haven't heard Him before. If you approach this week right, friends, I want you to know there is so much that God has for you. <laughs> Have some expectation in your heart. I see just the like as I'm talking, I just see this picture of, of, of one of you, walk, someone walking and tripping and getting up again and walking and tripping and getting up again and walking and tripping. And I can see a weariness. I can see a weariness over your soul of getting up, of this thing that keeps tripping you up. Let's keep that thing that keeps calling, that keeps hindering your walk with God. And we pray right now for a breakthrough over your life, Lord. I pray for a strengthening of over this person, Lord, or these people, Father God, who keep getting tripped up in sin, who keep getting uh, entangled in wrong things. Father, I speak of freedom over your church this morning. Father, we want to enter into all that you have for us. We release your power this morning over our lives, Father God. Every chain of the enemy, every work of darkness, every deceptive plan of Satan, we declare it broken in the name of Jesus. Father, we cut off every tie of the world. We look unto you, the author, the finisher of our faith. Every sin, every entanglement of the enemy, we break it in Jesus' mighty name. We thank you for new life to come, God. New freedom to come. Lord, in the area of sexuality, Lord, in the area of hopelessness, or in the area of depression, Father, I speak new life. Lord, in those areas, Father God, that have long been held by the enemy, we come against it in the name of Jesus. And we set every captive free this morning. Lord, every area, Father God, where the enemy has been lurking and hiding and dominating, we come against every stronghold, every fortress that He's established in every life and every heart in this place. And we declare that He is defeated by the blood of Jesus. He is defeated by the blood of Jesus. Lord, we thank You for a great victory to manifest even in, in our flesh, in our bodies. Some of you are going to get healed even now of of, of, of Things in your body that are caused by stress, rashes, or, and, 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 and heart palpitations, and headaches. Things in your, in your body that, that start to manifest, boils, that start to manifest because of stress and anxiety. The shaking that you experience. We come against that and we speak healing in the name of Jesus. Lord we thank you that this is a new day and that there will be none sick amongst us. We declare this everybody healthy, whole, Lord your salvation is so so, it's complete in every way, every migraine, every headache that continuously manifests, every, every dependency on drugs, Father God, Lord we thank you for a complete setting free. Come on church, we're not playing games this morning. We're not playing games. We're going after. We, is there faith in this house this morning? We're going after everything that he has for us. We're no longer going to be the devil's plaything. We're no longer going to be tripped up and, and walking in defeat. We thank you, Father, for new life. New life, Lord. Lord, I, I even, Lord, we come against every, every, every stronghold in the mind that keeps, keeps people re- there's a scripture that's coming to my mind. It's, it's, like as 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 a dog returns to his vomit, so a fool returns to his folly. There's something about like us that, that turns to something that we know is wrong. Lord, we thank you for a release of your wisdom over that right now. Lord, we will no longer be that any longer. We will no longer be that any returning to that thing, no longer returning to that place of death. We thank you for new life. We thank you for a complete setting free. Oh, yes, Lord. We bless you this morning. <sighs> Come on. And the fast even starts tomorrow, eh? We're entering into something here right now. It's almost like a, a touching of heaven. Like a closeness. I don't know if you can feel that. But like a round just... A realm of promise and a realm of healing. It's just here. Yeah, it's in this room. Even right now. I just, can you lift your hands to heaven and just receive? I think He wants to touch you. I think He wants to heal you and deliver you this morning. Who's struggling with heart palpitations? Strugg- just anxiety in the heart. Something, it's a continual. Flatter of the heart, who's that person? Just wave at me. Can you just stand? If that's you, just stand. Anybody else? Father, we just thank you for a complete healing right now. Just a complete release of that thing. Lord, we speak healing. Every everything of anxiety, Father, we come against it in Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you that this heart will beat as it's meant to beat. Thank you, Lord, that the medication it needs is the touch of your spirit. And we just release a touch of your spirit right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for a complete release. Just release. Let it go. Thank you for a complete deliverance, Lord Jesus. No, 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 no. Who's struggling this morning with, with skin skin irritations? Any sort of skin problems any anyway? Can you just stand? We want to pray for you. Cool. Anybody else? Just stand to your feet and if if while we're around these guys, can we just stretch our hands towards them? We just release your anointing over these guys right now this morning father we thank you for a complete healing lord a complete healing jesus we release that right now we thank you jesus newness of life thank you that this thing is not going to manifest any longer father we thank you for new life Lord. healing from the top of their heads to the tip of their toes lord. we release your healing power over right now just put your hands up Thank you, Jesus. We rebuke all forms of sickness, Lord. Everything that is not of you, Lord. We command a healing in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. You guys can be seated. So, first, first two points. Let's, let's carry on. Fasting is a beautiful and holy demonstration of what? Of our devotion to God, of our love for God. That's what we're doing. We're showing Him that we love Him. Number two, fasting is a hard reset. All right, moving all the other stuff out and stepping into our, back into our new nature. And finally this morning, and then I'll close, fasting is faith-building and faith-releasing. You know, it's at this time of the year that we often hear phrases like, fasting moves the hand of God. Well, fasting is powerful. And, and I know what people mean, but, but I've come to actually realize from looking into the Word that fasting actually doesn't move the hand of God. <laughs> and neither can we, we, we can't manipulate God by starving ourselves <laughs> we can't it does not move him you know just as much as crying doesn't move god oh lord sulking performing threatening him oh lord if you don't come through well then i'm just going to go back to my old life and you just you know we we do these things that kids do you know to to, to parents all the time the parents said amen you know what i'm talking about you know, none of that moves God. Amen. What moves God is faith. Yes. Yeah. You know, I'm so to realize that actually prayer actually doesn't even move God. Are you okay with that? Am I just ruffling a few feathers? I, I think it's, it's the prayer of James, 4, James 5 says it's the prayer of faith that heals the sick. Jesus said, when you pray, believe that you receive, and then you receive. He had to add believe into prayer. Yeah. Faith has to come into prayer. It's faith that moves the hand of God. It's faith that moves mountains. It's faith that heals the sick. It's faith that destroys giants. It's by faith we enter into the promised land. It's faith is what moves God. So it's not actually just the act of fasting, this, like, this moment of like we can manipulate God to, to get what we want. If we're doing it without faith, I'm telling you, you're wasting your time. So why is it that we always see results in fasting? Well, it's because fasting is faith-building and faith-releasing. Yeah. It's faith in action. All right, If you go into it with the right approach. Fa- fasting builds faith and releases it. Why? Because as we deny ourselves the world, as we, as we cut ourselves off from the world and our other pleasures and our other lovers and our other things that have crept in, remember the world system operates on fear so as we continuously feeding on the world system what we find living within us is fear fear of man fear of the future fear of failure FOMO fear of missing out who has got FOMO's you know social media is terrible with FOMO you know you just see people having amazing lives and you know imagine if life was always like if our Facebook lives were actually real imagine you know But I mean those pictures, you know, we just think how much we have to do to get that <laughs> as we as we in the world and feeding of the world we we we, we 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 filled with fear. We become filled with fear and not faith by denying the world and feeding of the word Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. We get filled with faith. So that very act of fasting is cutting off the fear and it's feeding your faith. And as you're fasting, then you start to pray in faith. And that's why you start to see results when you fast. It's your faith. Even if it's as small as a mustard seed, it begins to move mountains. Ephesians 3.20 says this. It says, now to Him. Let's read it together. Now to Him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works within us. This is a beautiful scripture. It says this. It says that God is able to do way more than what you can ask, think, imagine, etc. But look at that word according. It's according to what? To the power at work in us. So what is that power at work in us? It's faith in the gospel. How many of you know Romans 1.16? Let's go. For I am not of the gospel because it is the power of God unto salvation for all who would believe to the Jew first and to the Greek, the Gentiles. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed and it comes from faith and it leads to faith. Okay, Romans 1, 16 and 17. This is what it says. The gospel is the power of God for everyone who believes. So the, God, the power of God is in the gospel. But it's only activated when you believe it. Amen. Otherwise, it's, it's, it's nothing to you. I mean, it's, it's powerless to you. But there's a power in the gospel. But it's the power of God into salvation for all who believe. And it comes from faith that we believe in it. And that faith leads to faith in other areas of our life. So, the power of God, of God that's at work in us is the power of believing in this gospel. And it's not when you believe in Jesus, you believe you will be born again, you will be saved, you will have eternal life. Okay? But it doesn't just stop there. You start to have faith for finances and faith to find your spouse. Hallelujah. Amen. This year, you know, faith to get married, faith for that wedding, faith to, for God's provision. Faith, it comes from faith. It leads to faith. Okay. And so the power at work in us is our faith in the gospel. It's our belief and trust in the God. But God is able to do way more than what we can hope, dream, or imagine. But it's all according to how much power. Is it work within you? How much your faith is moving? How much your faith is in God? How full of faith you are? There were two blind men that were healed by Jesus. He touched their eyes and he said, according to your faith, let it be to you. According to what? According to your faith. Why do we see such great results when we fast? It's because fasting builds your faith and it releases your faith. So if you're needing a breakthrough, or something God to do something in your life remember it's not starving yourself or mmm, I'm just gonna not eat and you know just maybe maybe he will look at me and I'm gonna and I'll whip myself and beat myself oh, Jesus I'm not even gonna eat breakfast you know I'm like please breakthrough you know that's just 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 the wrong way to think about this week okay You're not whipping yourself. You're not beating yourself. You're not hoping that that maybe some little bit of goodness will come into your life. You're not a beggar. You're a son in the kingdom, man. You're born again. You're in his house. You're a child of his. What moves him is not going to be your sulking or your starving or your anything. It's going to be your faith. So you deny the, the flesh in faith. And when you pray this week, you pray from faith. And you'll start to see the unimaginable the things that you can't even imagine start to happen in your life amen come on let's stand to our feet I'm done faith three points fundamentals as we approach this week number one this is devotion to God okay this is not duty this is not obligation this is a way to show him that we love him like that woman who poured her oil on his feet number two It's a hard reset. There's a little bit of hardness in this, okay? Let's be honest. <laughs> but, it's a, but it's a good reset. Amen. Amen? And we find our new nature coming forth again, all right? And finally, fasting is faith-building, and it's faith-releasing. Remember, it's faith, as you approach this week, it's faith that's going to see the breakthrough in your life. Fasting is just a means. Prayer is just a means. Worship is just a means. It's just a channel through which your faith can be expressed. Okay, that's what fasting is, a way to express your faith. God, I'm denying myself, and I'm believing that you are going to come through in this circumstance. Amen. will not you raise your hands. Father, I just bless this congregation this morning. May the Lord bless you. May he keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Tea and coffee outside. Thank you for tuning in. For more messages like these and other resources, you can visit our website at endurban.org. Remember to subscribe to our podcast channel to stay up to date with the latest sin. Be blessed.